Good evening and welcome to the City of Champaign City Council meeting for we're yeah we're doing we're doing council then we're doing our study session and then we're doing township correct I'm looking to the city manager and the okay so city council meeting for December 12th 2023 uh, I now call this meeting to order. I invite you to join me for a moment of silence followed by the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Please call the roll. Councilmember Beck? Here. Fulmer? Here. Gladney? Present. Eninguez? Here. Kyles? Here. Pianfetti? Here. Shannon? Here. Williams? Present. Mayor Finan? I am also here. Do we have any special recognition? I don't think we do. City manager? No. Minutes. Madam Mayor, I move that we approve the minutes of November 14th, 2023 special regular meeting, November 14th, 2023 regular study session, November 15th, 2023 community civic event, 2023 employee award and service recognition luncheon, and November 28th, 2023 special study session. Second. Is there any discussion? All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Post same sign, motion carries. Uh, we don't have any public hearings, so please call the first council. Oh, correspondence. We do have correspondence. Yes, we do, Your Honor. We received correspondence from Marty Smith, Carl Health, regarding Hope Village development. Madam Mayor, I move that we put the correspondence by Marty Smith on file. Second. Any discussion? All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Now, please call the first council bill. Council Bill 2023-208, an ordinance amending section 12.5-69 of the Champaign Municipal Code 1985. So moved. Second. The purpose of this council bill is to amend section 12.5-69B of the Equal Opportunity and Purchasing Ordinance of the Champaign Municipal Code to clarify eligibility requirements in the Champaign Diversity Advancement Program. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this? Council comment? Please call the roll. Councilmember Beck? Yes. Fulmer? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Eninguez? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Pianfetti? Yes. Shannon? Yes. Williams? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes. Council bill passes 9 to 0. Please call the next bill. Madam Mayor, I move that we consolidate Council Bill number 2023-209 and Council Bill number 2023-210. Second. We have a motion and second to consolidate. All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Please call both bills. Council Bill 2023-209, a resolution authorizing the purchase and installation of automated license plate readers and related equipment from Flock Group Incorporated. 
Council Bill 2023-210, an ordinance amending the annual budget for the general fund. The purpose of the first council bill is to approve a five-year agreement with Flock Group, Inc. for the lease and installation of 62 fixed Falcon automatic license plate readers, four mobile Falcon Flex ALPRs, and 18 licenses for ALPR integration. The five-year cost of the agreement will be $1,154,200. The purpose of the second council bill is to amend the fiscal year 23-24 annual budget to increase expenditures in the general fund by $126,700 for this one year of this contract. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this? Council comment? Council member Beck. I just wanted to uh, note the addition of the transparency piece um, regarding the ALPR program and its uh, auditing process and wanted to point out that it will now uh, also have an information only biannual report that will be provided to the city, city's citizen review subcommittee. So thank you for including that in this proposal and appreciate that addition. Anyone else? Please call the roll. Councilmember Beck. Yes. Palmer? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Eningas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Pianfetti? Yes. Shannon? Yes. Williams? No. Mayor Finan? Yes. Councilman passes 8 to 1. Uh, please call the next bill. Council Bill 2023-211, a resolution approving a professional services agreement with Farnsworth Group Incorporated for the City Building Generator Replacement Design Project. So moved. This council bill will approve a professional services agreement with Farnsworth Group, Inc. in an amount not to exceed $39,450 for the city building generator replacement design project. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this issue? Council comment? Please call the roll. Councilmember Beck? Yes. Palmer? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Eningas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Pianfetti? Yes. Shannon? Yes. Williams? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes. Council Bill passes 9 to 0. Please call the next bill. Council Bill 2023-212, a resolution accepting a proposal for debris disposal services. So moved. Second. The purpose of this council bill is to accept a proposal and authorize the city manager to execute an agreement with Allied Waste Transportation, Inc., DBA, Republic Services of Urbana, of Urbana, Illinois, for debris disposal services for a one-year period in an amount not to exceed $150,000 at a rate of $88 per ton for the contract period of January 1st, 2024 through December 31st, 2024. The city will have the option to renew this agreement for two consecutive one-year periods at a cost not to exceed $150,000 annually at rates of $92.40 per ton and $97.02 per ton, respectively. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this issue? Council comment? Please call the roll. Councilmember Beck? Yes. Falmer? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Eningas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Pianfetti? Yes. Shannon? Yes. Williams? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes. Council Bill passes 9-0. to zero. Please call the last bill. Council Bill 2023-213. 
a resolution authorizing the purchase of five vehicles and declaring four vehicles as surplus property. So moved. Second. The purpose of this council bill is to authorize the purchase of five vehicles from 72 Hour LLC, DBA National Auto Fleet Group of Watsonville, California, in the total amount of $239,666.34. The council bill also declares four vehicles as surplus property to be sold via internet auction. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this? Council comment? Please call the roll. Councilmember Beck? Yes. Fulmer? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Aninguez? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Bianfetti? Yes. Shannon? Yes. Williams? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes. Council bill passes 9 to 0. We are now at the point of our meeting for general audience participation on any topic. If anyone wishes to address the council, please step forward, state your name and city of residence. Please limit your comments to five minutes or less. Hi, my name is Anna Barnes. I at, live at 701 West Washington Street in Champaign. And this is in regard to the major variance that was granted on Hill Street at the <coughs> December 5th meeting. Um, I appreciate infill. I've been a board member on Habitat. I would love to see a small house go in there. <coughs> but what I fear is that in a couple years, if someone doesn't want that small lot, that somebody is going to come back to the Zoning Board of Appeals and ask to merge a couple of properties and put a large apartment building in. And this neighborhood already had flooding issues. Thankfully, Councilmember Kyles, over a decade ago, helped us get a major drainage project when houses on the north side of my street were taking on sewage twice a week. And, you know, since that project went in, We've had a high school double its footprint. We've had one homeowner get a variance to build a garage that is bigger than my house. We've had at least three houses turn over ownership, and the first things that happened were formerly gravel driveways went into concrete. And so people on my block have dug up their backyards with drainage projects. We've installed sump pumps. And you know, of course, there's cost sharing, but that's sharing. And I just don't know how much more we're supposed to pick up the tab for the excesses of the Zoning Board of Appeals. You know, where does it end? And, you know, and how long does Hill Street, which is named Hill Street for a reason, get to dump water onto our street? And, you know, for the second time in, in several decades that I've owned my house, I've now had city staff assure me that water is somehow going to run uphill. And I, I just wonder, you know, when this ends and, and how much more we have to pick up. You know, we don't really have any policies with any teeth in them to prevent drainage. You know, it's like a slap on the wrist if you want to concrete something. Thank you. Is there anyone else who wishes to address the council? Uh, seeing none. Uh, any council comments? City manager? 
Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, just to say for the record, um, what the City Council already knows um, is that this is our last City Council meeting of calendar year 2023. Um, the next time that you guys will convene as a City Council will be on January 9th of 2024. And so um, as your City Manager on behalf of our City organization and the employees of our City, I want to thank you for your leadership. Um, we've done a lot of heavy lifting together in 2023, um, and, and because of your leadership and because of your support of staff, I think we are able to serve the community well. So I want to wish everyone in the community happy holidays. We certainly want to wish you all happy holidays, but mostly I want to just thank you for a good year. Thank you. Vouchers. Madam Mayor, I move to approve the vendor payments in the amount of $564,008.68. Second. Any discussion? All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Um, and we now are in study session. Do you want me to just turn it directly over to Deputy City Manager? Good evening, Mayor and Council. I'm here tonight to discuss with you the proposed City Council goals and key projects for the current Council term of 2023 to 2025. Um, as you know, these proposed Council goals are the product of goal-setting sessions that happened this fall uh, in September on the 26th and 27th, uh, and then again in, in November uh, on the 28th. Um, those occurred at the City View uh, facility at the Illinois Terminal. Uh, and prior to that, staff, staff had uh, published a public survey uh, to gain input from the public about uh, priorities for the community to inform the goal setting process. That was published for about three weeks and there were 152 respondents uh, to that survey. Um, and then during the process, of course, uh, council was assisted by Dominic Cobb, a facilitator that we've used for several goal setting sessions now. Uh, and what we did was revisit existing council goals from the previous term uh, and then discuss priorities for the current term, uh, which work should continue forward, and um, any new issues or concerns that should be considered as part of uh, a key project moving forward. Let's see if I can make this work. All right, so there are four goal, area, goal areas in the current uh, proposed goals um, they're displayed here in front of you our city keeps our community safe our city invests in economic opportunity our city builds safe and sustainable infrastructure and our city supports our vibrant diverse neighborhoods uh, within these four goal areas there are 24 proposed key projects many of these projects represent ongoing work that extends forward from the 21 to 23 three, uh, term or council priorities that span multiple council terms. Uh, in the first area, uh, our city keeps our community safe. Uh, you'll see key projects that represent ongoing work and also represent the current status and any um, um, new developments or new priorities that have been sort of incorporated into these projects. You'll see key projects related to uh, gun violence deterrence and the, the blueprint that was adopted by council in 2021 or I'm sorry early 2022 um, 
a community safety and wellness program, promoting uh, downtown safety, which has been an ongoing um, area of emphasis for the city, uh, as well as uh, developing a mental health response. You'll see goals related to pedestrian, uh, cyclist, and motorist safety, as well as uh, police recruitment, uh, which is an ongoing area of emphasis um, stemming back to the, the prior term. The next goal area is our city expands economic opportunity. Uh, here there are goals, excuse me, key projects under this goal related to um, a new economic development incentive policy and staff's work on that, as well as uh, incremental development work and a continuation of, uh, of that priority from the, the prior term, uh, looking at um, development concepts and, and increasing flexibility uh, and an affordable, sustainable uh, reinvestment in, in uh, redevelopment, as well as small and micro business development, job creation. Um, there are also key projects revolving around workforce development, um, as well as uh, economic development um, initiatives that stem back uh, a couple of council terms, including the MTD terminal expansion in South Downtown, uh, as well as some other areas of focus for economic redevelopment. Um, and then also um, within these are uh, city values related to equity and economic opportunity for uh, underserved uh, populations as well. The third area is our city builds safe and sustainable infrastructure. Uh, there are six key projects under this goal area, uh, including um, investments in uh, city streets and pavements, alleys and public spaces, emphasizing safety and long-term sustainability, uh, pedestrian and cyclist uh, safety through uh, infrastructure, um, construction, sidewalk gaps, um, ramp improvements, things of that nature, protected bike lanes, um, the downtown plaza, which has been an ongoing effort and under a plan that council adopted uh, some years ago, and continuation of that work, uh, as well as activation um, and programming of this space um, into the current council term. Uh, we have the Neal Street Corridor, that's been an ongoing project as well, continuation of uh, the preliminary design work uh, under that plan, as well as uh, safety improvements related to traffic signal uh, infrastructure, that is a new uh, key project, an area of, area of emphasis as well as um, projects that would address backlogs in city facility improvements um, and trying to get um, uh, some projects that have been kind of long-standing uh, backburner projects uh, moving forward in that area. And then the fourth area is uh, our city invests to support vibrant, diverse neighborhoods. There are five key projects under this goal. Uh, the first relates to developing uh, an ongoing program that monitors neighborhood conditions. Previously, this has been con conceived of as neighborhood wellness, uh, but it really focuses on well-being, vit vitality, and uh, identity in the city's neighborhoods and staff's work to um, uh, preserve and promote uh, those qualities. Um, also, staff engagement uh, with neighborhood groups um, and increasing and advancing that. Uh, supporting the strides shelter and some next steps in that uh, uh, in that city initiative and in, in that investment and partnership uh, as well as other aspects of 
housing security and support for uh, the unhoused. Uh, partnerships to promote uh, food security uh, across the community, and then uh, finally uh, housing security, um, affordable housing, excuse me, uh, project as well that would um, help bridge the gap between uh, what our current housing stock looks like and, and um, uh, pr trying to identify ways to pr promote more affordable housing stock in our, in our community. Next steps would involve uh, bringing back uh, pr these proposed goals, uh, incorporating council input from tonight for adoption at a regular meeting in early uh, 2024. And with that, I have two alternatives. I'll take questions. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this? Any council comment? Council Member Pianfetti? I wanted to thank you um, for the work that was put in to put all this together and to the city staff. And um, I think I, I say this every time. Um, I know that there are 24 projects associated with this, but um, it, it's not just the projects that the city staff is working on, but it's everything that goes on with the daily operations of the city. So um, I, I guess I just wanted to remind everybody that listens that um, these are just the, the key projects, but to make this city what it is, it's the ongoing efforts of the city staff on a daily basis in addition to these projects. So um, thank you for putting together all our thoughts as you did. Um, thank you to my colleagues. I think we had a really good um, council session um, with the, uh, the thoughts and everybody was very respectful and civil and um, we came up with some some good good work with city staff's um, support and leadership as well. So um, thank you. All right. So you need direction on directing staff to place a resolution on an upcoming regular meeting agenda for the adoption of city council vision and goals for the twenty three through twenty five council term. Councilmember Iniguez. We voted on the first one. Yep. Yep. Yes. 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 And yes, you have direction. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I think we just need a motion to adjourn and then we will start our township meeting. Madam Mayor, I move we adjourn. All those in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Now you can go. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to call the City of Champaign Township meeting to order. Uh, please call the roll. Board Member Beck? Yes. Here. Palmer? Present. Gladney? Present. Eningas? Here. Kyles? Here. Pianfetti? Here. Shannon? Here. Williams? Present. Chairperson Finan? I am also present. Um, do we have any correspondence? We, we do. have none, Your Honor. <laughs> we do, um, Your Honor. <laughs> yes, we received uh, correspondence from the township supervisor regarding resignation. I move that we put on file the resignation letter from the township supervisor. Second. 
Uh, any discussion? All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Um, the next item on our agenda is the discussion regarding the resignation in the future of our township supervisor and the appointment of a new township supervisor. And I think I'm going to turn it over to the city attorney. Yes, Mayor. Or the town, town board attorney. Yes. Um, I'm going to pass out a document that was prepared uh, for the meeting today. And it kind of walks through the process. Um, so I also prepared a report that was attached to the agenda for the town board meeting on Friday. And I just kind of summarize what's in that uh, document. So um, the supervisor uh, tendered his resignation letter uh, to the township clerk um, over the weekend. And it was filed as correspondence today. Uh, we're not taking a vote on that resignation to accept it. We'll do that um, at a later date when we have uh, a better idea about uh, the appointment of his replacement. Um, so there are essentially four requirements or qualifications for the, the new township supervisor. Um, I'm going to go over them just briefly. Um, the person has to be of the same uh, political party as outgoing incumbent supervisor, so in this case, uh, the Democratic Party. Uh, what's unusual about it is the township code is very specific that that individual that applies, that their voting record um, has to demonstrate that they have voted with that party. So if there's a um, question about their party affiliation, we'll do that investigation. Um, the second qualification is that they are not, they do not have a, a felony conviction on their record. Um, they're also to be a legally registered voter in the township. And the last one is that they have to be a resident of the township for at least a year. So those are the qualifications for the, the new um, supervisor. And as far as process, there is not a statutory process. Like it's not uh, carved out, fleshed out in the statute. Um, so what I have done is researched how the council, um, how city council has handled vacancies in the past and that to mirror that process for the town board. And so um, I wanna talk through that a little bit. What we're planning to do um, with town board consent today is to post uh, the notification of the vacancy uh, and to invite applications as soon as tomorrow. Um, and we'll have a very short window for applicants uh, to file their paperwork. It's a six page application, it's not very um, rigorous, but it has all the qualifications listed and uh, they have to fill it out to demonstrate that they are qualified. Uh, the deadline for those applications would be January 8th um, to the town uh, township clerk, and we'd have those materials in hand. Uh, we would come back uh, in a special town board meeting, and we'd have the candidates um, make a short presentation to the town board, and then we'd have follow-up questions for the candidates uh, from the town board members. Uh, once that process has concluded, uh, at that same meeting even, we could then start taking the votes to appoint 
the township supervisor. And that process um, that was followed in the past when there was council vacancies, I'm gonna summarize that for you briefly. Um, essentially, the, uh, they would go by seniority uh, of town board members uh, based on their tenure uh, on the town board. And the, the most senior member would nominate one of the candidates, and then the next senior member would nominate a candidate. But the votes uh, take place in order of the most senior member making the nomination. And if, for instance, if town board member Kyle's nominated somebody, we'd vote on them first. If we get the five votes, then that candidate would be uh, up for the official roll call vote. And if they get five votes, that is the appointed uh, replacement township supervisor. Can I ask a question? Yes. Do, do we go through all the nominations before we start voting, though, or do we vote after each nomination? Um, so every council member can nominate somebody first, so in order of uh, seniority, but the official votes would take place in order of the most senior member making their nomination, and then uh, it follows from there. That's the process that's been researched, that's been done uh, historically when there was council vacancies, and it's the process that we recommend in this situation. So what that means is, um, just to go over the timeline um, lastly, is uh, we'd have a deadline for submissions of applications by Jan January 8th, and then at the meeting uh, on the 16th or 23rd by a special town board meeting, we'd actually interview the candidates. Uh, and then as soon as uh, that meeting concludes, we could appoint uh, the replacement township supervisor. Uh, at the same time, uh, we would then vote on the resignation um, of uh, Supervisor Kornstrom. I have another question. Yes. If we do interviews but we're not prepared at that meeting to vote, we could choose to vote it like the following week? Correct. Yeah, we would just have a subsequent meeting for the official vote. I like that. I know that's a lot of information. The, uh, the packet that was passed out today was just finished. <laughs> and so you haven't had time to digest it. Um, but um, it's the process that's been used in the past and it's worked uh, to fill council vacancy positions. And in this instance, I think the township supervisor is very motivated not to have a long um, delay to leave the township in a lurch. And so we've kind of fast-tracked this process so that uh, they're, they're short-staffed as it is. And so the desire is to appoint the replacement as soon as possible so that they're in the best shape possible to move forward with all the different duties and obligations they have, including the shelter. Council member Beck, or um, town board member Beck. <laughs> uh, put my town board member hat on. Um, I feel like it should be like a tall hat if you're a town board member, like like, Puxa, like Puxatani or something, yeah. Um, or Gobbler's Knob, whatever they call that. Um, so I, and, and by the way, Groundhog Day is my favorite holiday, so. Um, my question is actually a little more serious though. So when we're, um, when we're considering this tonight, do we have the option of 
doing a different process. Like you had recommend, you're making a recommendation to us, but that's not written into ordinance, correct? That's correct. Yeah. So if we decided we didn't want to go in order of seniority, which I don't have any problem with, will I don't? That's not what I'm trying to say. But if we decided we wanted to just take general nominations from the floor, meaning the dais, but not in any particular order, and so, then not vote on them in order, how would that work? So it's much like a uh, city council process where the chair of the meeting uh, has control of that uh, voting process. So historically, um, the chair has agreed to follow this process to fill vacancies, and so it's the one recommended. But yes, the town board in this instance has control over the process. So unless the town board says go in reverse order of seniority or something um, else or pick them out of a hat or something like that, I probably would call on people in order of seniority and I'll be running the meeting. So if you all want it to be different, you need to make that motion and make that clear tonight. Right, that's why I was asking. I don't have another option in mind. I just didn't know if maybe somebody else did since we're just looking at this for the first mm -hmm. time, I didn't want somebody to not voice their opinion about it if they felt like there was a different way that we would want to go about it. Um, I personally can't think of like another way that's going to make it any different than doing it that way. But And we have had, when we've done council appointments, and I don't think, I don't think our current council has, has done that. No, um, but we had like four in a row in the course of like 18 months, not too long ago. And we, um, I mean, Will could also pass, right? So like, just because we go to him first, if he doesn't have a nomination, he could pass and then it moves to the next person or. And this, this is the way that we do deputy mayor, correct? Any other technical questions? I had one, um, trying not to make comments at the same time I'm asking the question, but I appreciate the application. I think it gathers the information, the basic information we would need to make sure they're qualified per statute. Um, I want to, I guess, ask about the supplemental questions and I guess mostly just prompt my fellow council members or town board members to see if there's anything additional they would want asked. But also this wouldn't prohibit us from asking additional questions when we interview, is that correct? That's correct. The, uh, the questions are kind of a screening questions for general qualifications um, and they're meant to spur follow-up questions at the meeting so you're not restricted from asking questions when they're um, in open session and making their presentation to why they're qualified. Do you know if when we did council, when we had presentations, I, th I kind of remember they were time limited, but I don't remember if we just did five minutes because that's our normal practice or if we gave them 10 minutes or if there's any thought about that. Uh, when I looked into um, 
the last time it was done in 2016, like you said, there's like three vacancies in the course of 18 months. Uh, I believe it was five minutes was uh, time allotted, kind of like the public comment period. Uh, but certainly, if council or town board wanted to change that, we, we could follow a different um, time period for that process. Any other technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish? Oh, council. Sure. I do have one more question. On the references page for the application, um, are, do we specify what kind of references we're looking for? In other words, would we encourage or discourage people to use a council member as a reference? I have not thought through that question. Um, I'm not sure in the past whether they've ever gotten references from council, but I would discourage that um, since you are the decision makers making the appointment. So it should be professional references um, uh, that demonstrate their qualifications. So would it be appropriate to have that change on here as professional references? Is that something that we could do or? Yes, um, like I said, this is the first time you're seeing this and the idea was by tomorrow I could post them on the township website uh, subject to your um, changes today. So I can change it to professional references. I do have one question about that because um, this is also inherently a political position, right? And so I, I, I like the no council member rule. I think that makes sense. But um, in, in addition to needing to do all the things the township supervisor does, including the shelter, which is a big deal. Um, and it, it should probably, well, I guess it doesn't have to be someone with political experience, but it might be someone with political experience. So does professional reference leave someone feeling like they can't have a political reference as part of that page and how do we feel about that? I'm looking at you because it was your suggestion, but anybody who's interested can talk about it. Uh, I mean, I guess I could leave those comments for a comment period, but I guess that w I would just raise the question that there's the possibility, would there be the possibility of including um, just a, a, a line in there that says that it exclude that references should exclude council members rather than than just outright saying that there could be no other political uh, reference. Is that a possibility? Certainly, um, we would just add a note that the references should exclude town board members. That way, we're uh, including other political uh, affiliations that they might have. Uh, Council Member Shannon, Town Board Member Shannon. Um, so I wonder if it might be good to have a, I actually still want professional references. You know what I mean? I feel like political references, I, I don't know whether I need them, but that might almost be a separate category. Um, and maybe we don't necessarily need references. Maybe it's another question saying, tell us something about your political experience? I, I don't know. I, my, my feeling, for what it's worth, is that whoever they choose, they choose to their benefit or their detriment. 
and I'm going to leave it to the candidate to make the determination on who they they believe is the best reference. Um, understanding that we might call that person and talk to them <laughs> about the candidate. Uh, Council Town Board Member Pianfetti. Thank you. Um, we may be thinking too much about this. I know, you know, if you are on a search committee, if you are asked to be a reference, you're supposed to say no. So it may be on us to tell them that we cannot serve as a reference if you are an applicant. Um, you know, we, we could still put, I'm fine putting the, you know, but it may be on our due diligence to tell them we cannot serve as your reference because we are, you're not supposed to serve as a reference for somebody that you are potentially hiring. The only thing is, is this is not a hire, this is a, Political appointment, appointment, although they receive a salary, it's not really a hiring of a person. Yeah. So, true. you know, it's still political in that way. But I don't think that by stating it explicitly on the form, I think that that makes it policy rather than. Yeah, I, I mean, you I know, like it on the form, but yeah. I think we could also know that we can decline to be a reference. Uh, any other technical questions? Okay. Anyone in the audience wish to address this? Town board member comments. Anybody want to comment? We sort of mixed it up with technical and comments. Uh, city attorney, or go ahead. Town board member Kyles, did you have a comment? Uh, no, not at this time. City Attorney, do you have what you need so this can get posted and the process can get started? Yes, um, I'm gonna make the changes that were discussed today to the posting and the application paperwork, and then we'll work to get it posted tomorrow. And then um, the deadline is January 8th, so we'll, I'll provide what's been uh, submitted uh, the following day to council, uh, to the town board for review and then um, we'll schedule another uh, town board meeting for the interviews. So people should expect interviews around January 16th? Yeah, and the timeline that I proposed was January 16th or 23rd, depending on how many applications we get. Or maybe both. Or potentially both if we have a lot of interviews to conduct. Okay. okay. Are there any other questions from town board members? Do you need an actual motion or? No, I don't. You have direction. I have direction. Okay. Great. All right. Thank you. Uh, our next, oh, do we have any audience participation generally on town board? Please step forward. Please state your name and city of residence or town, I guess, <laughs> residence and limit your comments to five minutes or less. Right, thank you. I'm Grant Chassis, City of Champaign Township. Um, I've lived in the Champaign-Urbana area my whole life. I'm a registered Democrat, and I've spent my academic, professional, and personal life either in public service directly or supporting causes that are important to the community. I'm here because I follow local government very closely, and I've taken a specific interest in what the township government does, uh, particularly the critical social services that it provides. Uh, for our friends and neighbors with nowhere else to go. 
And I've demonstrated a bit of that commitment to public service in the county, county clerk and recorder's office. And before I worked in government directly, I worked for Common Cause Illinois, which is a nonpartisan election protection organization. Um, and I've fostered my passion for all of this at Illinois State University, earning a bachelor's degree with honors distinction. Um, I've also been an opinion writer, contributing to the community discussion on government, including a recent article I posted with Smile Politely on issues facing renters like myself and the role that township government can play in supporting affordable housing. So whether it's been my time in nonprofit space, volunteer public service, which I've been a part of, or in county government, I've always tried to make lives better for people in the community. And all of that informed my decision upon hearing of uh, Mr. Kornstrom's promotion to chief to decide to apply for the supervisor. So uh, to me, while I'm very proud of this experience that I just listed, I don't think that job titles and fancy resumes make someone qualified for the job. Um, I think that the next supervisor throughout the process that was discussed has to demonstrate an ambitious vision and realistic plans for getting things accomplished before the 2025 unexpired term concludes. And I think it starts with how the township spends money, how you all allocate that money. I think budgets are moral documents. They're the material application of what we as a people think and how we want to invest back in the community at, on behalf of the collective. And that's why if I were to be appointed, I would cut the supervisor's salary in half, $35,000 immediately back into the hands of the people that need it most through the meaningful programs that have been ushered in over the last several years. And where I see that money going directly would be pretty much to stride shelter, what's been spearheaded over the last year or so. I, like well, many other people, friends of mine, received a mass email from stride staff last week asking for immediate volunteerism. They needed people that very day, last Friday, to come in or else they may have had to close down temporarily. Um, thankfully, a lot of us show up because we're a good community and we want to help out, but um, I think it's a moment to reflect at this point because I don't think it's practical or ethical for people who really need it to rely on volunteerism and goodwill to get these critical services. So that's why on day one I would want to cut the salary in half to address the urgency of that issue and get someone hired there. And I'd also want to grow the other programs by exploring and applying to every single grant application I can find. Um, there's a lot of money out there. It's just making the case and being an advocate for our cause as a township uh, that will help get that done. And it would save what would otherwise be levied in tax. So I think that's practical and that can be done uh, diligently as well. So I know I'm a little early. It's a quick <laughs> timeline, but I wanted to introduce myself, give you a little bit of an idea of what I'm going to be speaking about over the next month or so um, in my vision for the township and appreciation for the service. So I just want to end with um, leaving strides last week after helping dozens of people out at that moment of need. I saw the importance of this office and also what can lie ahead, what the potential is for this board, for the next supervisor, and for the community when we make the investment of our time and our attention, and I don't want to rest in this position or not until everyone under our care is housed, fed, and treated with the dignity and respect I think human beings should have. And I think township has an important role to play there. 
So I'm going to submit my application pursuant to the rules and participate fully in your process to decide on an appointment. Thank you all for your time. Thank you. Is there anyone else who wishes to address the council, town board? Uh, seeing none, are there any town board comments? Supervisor? I have none, Your Honor. Oh, oh. sorry. I, I just wanted to um, congratulate Andy and. Um, <laughs> and. Um, while we have not accepted your resignation, just thank you for your service as well. Thank you. All right, our next meeting. Oh, yep. I think it would be important to, to ditto um, what Council Member uh, Pianfetti said. The projects that you, not even the projects, but the initiatives that you have overseen over these years have been amazing from. Um, the prosperity gardens to obviously strides to creative ways to get people involved in the community. Um, I think that's amazing. So thank you. All right. We need a motion to adjourn. Our next meeting is January 9th, 2024. So moved. Second. There's a second. Second. All those in favor, signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Council members stay put for a quick picture. <laughs>